Are you ready for a war? Come out, come out wherever you are. How many people here like to be in control of their own destiny? Raise your hand. Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook. By 2001, Cook had played just four years of organized ball, but still, he entered his senior year rated among the top high school players in the country, along with Amari Stoudemire, Carmelo Anthony, and LeBron James. We've broken the barrier. The high school kids are in. He's got a perfect body, he got a great wingspan. He's like a savage. Beautiful. That was amazing. He's going to have his life set. I can guarantee it. Now you're playing basketball, everybody is best friend. I would like to thank MTV for coming to my crib. Don't rely on basketball for your happiness, because it's not going to happen. When you want to play me? I'm going to play you in various ways. <laughs> His dreams of making it to the NBA has yet to materialize. He just never went back to school. Cut, cut, cut. I said, you're ruining your life. But his mindset wasn't about getting better. He just got caught up. I'm in a club last night, 4.30 in the morning. And Lenny strolls right on by. Now either you can be a man with some responsibility, or you can act like a child and think you're going to get away with it. That's a fire, man! Do anything this guy can't do. Well, if he could do everything, he'd probably be in the NBA right now. Nigga made an attempt to come see me. Oh man, Lenny Cook right here, man. to the first ever Sunday edition of Pussy Buttons. I'm your host, Derek Felix, and over the next 90 minutes, we're going to talk about a serious topic, an issue that has come about in the world of sports. When it comes to uh, my crew, the uh, chat room brigade, a brigade that's existed for over a decade, that would uh, include some crazy cast of characters, including... uh, one of the uh, regulators, uh, that would be John JPG Doria. Uh He is one of the originators of the uh, brigade uh, back from the year uh, 2002, back back when I was still working at ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, he is one of the originators. Uh, my brother, of course, JNF, Justin Felix, you know him as NYYY, NYRF94. He also was part of that original crew. So, so we're going to talk about I'm going to talk a little bit about the old brigade. Um, and, uh, of course, there were other members. There was Robert Craze Davis, uh, now the uh, more known for us, Bill's Mafia, and one, and one of our official NFL experts. And you also had uh, Colin Tammany, better known as Van Warnator, another, um, another crazy character that hails from the South. 
I mean, <laughs> and uh, we've had, we've had, we also have Nate Sousa, better known as Nas, uh, who is a huge Cowboys fan that, that will always abide by them, and also a big Dodgers fan, and a huge Lakers fan. Um, so you have you have him. Ooh, this is the this goes back to the original uh, cast. This is what this show is going to be about. It's going to be about the formulation of the uh, chat room brigade, and about how there's been a little bit of a change in the formulation. Brian Sanborn, of course, my buddy from uh, St. John's, a late addition, late member to the chat room brigade, joined up. Uh, better known as Sam Bone, hosted a bunch of shows on this uh, Block Talk Radio before, including the No Go Sports Show. I'm sure you all remember that, based off the uh, Sabers and being what being a Saber fan is. Um, <laughs> he that as it may, um, we we are gonna discuss uh, a new. Formulation, formulation of a of a radical, a radical uh, group. Yes, a radical group that is now known as Team Benedict. Team Benedict uh, has existed this entire uh, and uh, came into formulation by uh, one of the original brigade members. His name is John Genorio, better known as JPG. Uh, Team Benedict basically likes to take uh, entertainment in turning against things, turning heel. They, or better, well, since Giodorio is calling in, and we're going to bring him in in just a second, he likes to turn heel, play the turn coat, turn against your own hometown. That's something that uh, has been common with the uh, Giodorio household, especially with JPG ever since he left Chicago. He's been a very confused soul, troubled soul when it comes to his own sports teams, whether or not to root for them or to root against them. Or, in this case, roots specifically against players. Uh, I've always maintained that there should be a homegrown approach to uh, building teams and rosters, which is interesting because when you look at the Cubs, their renaissance this year, they've basically done that. So, which, which is very interesting because I think Benedict uh, has recruited Rob Craze Davis and Brian Sehord, and and now they're, they're basically, they've turned against the homegrown building and against the Yankees because they wouldn't go out and get a David Price or they wouldn't go out and get a Cole Havels or they wouldn't sign better known as uh, Dollar Max, Max Scherzer as Rob Davis wanted to bring in because the Yankees have a plan it's not just about this year and now that they got swept by the Blue Jays and just an embarrassing series losing three straight games only scored one run on a Teixeira home run that was basically changed to a home run um, they're only a game and a half up on the Blue Jays and Stanics who have bought in. They've bought in. They've sacrificed their prospects. They're all in because they haven't been in the playoffs in two decades. 1993, well, 22 years to be exact, the last time they won the championship. Of course, Joe Carter, a repeat. And they've bought in. And they've built a team through free agency and trade, something that JPG has, has uh, basically lined up with, even though his Cubs hometown team has done it the other way, the way I like to see it done, by building through the farm. But the turncoats are basically basically taking me on. So it is a battle between Team Flex and Team Benedict. The Benedicts, who are now basically all in against their own team. So there's a lot of agendas that are going to take place on this show. I'm hoping that we'll have other guests. We don't know if Rob Davis will be part of it. 
he apparently had to go shoot pool or maybe shoot himself in a pool because he's a former Yankee fan who's now a Turco. Now he's like a Jays and Puerto Lewis fan. Or so be it, or a David Price fan. But uh, that being out as May, we hope that we do hear from him and other parties so we can get some interesting takes. Uh, this is our first show in a while. Hope everybody's having a good summer. Uh, the number is uh, 347-826-7358. And I will bring in now the originator. The originator. Uh, a guy that needs no introduction from Stanford. Uh, got a degree in statiology. He's a stat master. Heart beating faster, faster. Put him up faster. Now the originator of Team Benediction. The turn calls himself Mr. Cub. JPG John Gianorio. Why are you so angry? Who said I'm angry? I mean, this you're is, angry. This is, a, this is where the battle line has been drawn. So, so, so why is it requ- why is it required that I like Starling Castro? Why is this something that's required of me? Oh, oh Starling Castro. Let's talk about Starling Castro for a second. Let's talk about him because apparently I'm you required to, to like him. You you made an interesting comment actually in the chat room actually earlier about Starling Castro. And yes, Starling Castro has been on the bench for the Cubs. He has not been hitting for about the last two months. So, for the whole season. No, actually not for the whole season. For the whole season, he's been, ter- he's no, been terrible. No, no, no. This, 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 yeah, yeah. this is why I can't take you serious. It's because... You <laughs> because like he's to, terrible like, all season and you... and I what? You you like to obstruct just... You like to obstruct the truth. You know, like bend it a little this, bit. I obstruct yeah. the truth. What is the truth here? The truth is, is that he got off to a good start this year and actually no, won no, games. No, Yes, he did. Yes, he did. No. Right? I'm not saying that the benching is not just. If a guy's not oh, hitting, the benching is more. The benching is, is long overdue. It's not just just. But just remember, it's Craig Coughlin, the uh, Marlins castaway, who's, who's now playing every day for the uh, Cubs. Yeah, that's how bad Starling Castro is. Yeah, but... I think you should just obviously they should just give up on Starlin Castro, you know. And they should. You know, it's time. Actually, Chris Coughlin. Excuse, I couldn't even get his first name right, so I do apologize. It's time to give up on Starlin Castro. So no, but like uh, you know what? I'd like to give up on you. You know. You uh, want to give up on me? How not? How nice? There was an interesting quote here. If I could just pull it up. Something you said about Starlin Castro. We had a little bit of a talk before about Starlin. Your favorite, uh, your favorite, not so favorite cub. Okay, here it is. Castro quote is from some third world shithole. He's not home. Yeah, he's anything. not home. He's not homegrown. Okay. Oh, all right. And my retort to you, my retort to you was went like this. Well, that's very consistent. You maybe you could send Solar Jorge Solar back on a ref too. He's from I didn't say that. I didn't say that Castro should be sent back on a raft. I just said he's not homegrown. So Larry's not homegrown a, either. Interesting. Interesting how he's from a third world shithole. So is Jorge? Yeah, there? he's not. You, you say homegrown as if he's from Chicago. He's not from Chicago. What's the difference between signing a rookie, signing a rookie free agent who's a teenager, 15, 16 year old that comes up to your organization and basically grows and drafting a player that's either out of high school or out of college. What's the difference? Can you explain that to me? I don't think either one or I don't I don't believe in this concept of homegrown. 
you I reject so, it. So all right. So you're basically you know what you're basically doing though? And this is what am I doing? Folks. Uh, do you know what it's actually discrediting the uh the uh, the scouts, the scouts that actually go to these third world countries and you know How am I discrediting you know, anyone? They, um, they, Yes, you are. How am I, I mean, discrediting anyone? Because you, you are. You're, you're discrediting them by, by not. You don't. You don't. Consider, you don't consider that whole grown. I don't know what to tell you. I, mean, I don't believe in. I, mean, I don't believe in the these concept. These guys. Of these kids are signing. They're starving. Okay. They're starving for dollars. They're not getting fed by mommy and daddy at the dinner table. You know, playing high school ball or playing. Or going I don't believe in. Kids. I don't. I reject the idea of homegrown. So. So there's no folks, no, no such thing as homegrown according to Don Giannaro. No, nope. meaningless. Meaningless. At eleven thirteen at night, JPG meaningless. Don Giannaro, as usual, homegrown means homegrown means nothing. Yes, uh, I'm gonna make sure I tweet this out. At eleven thirteen Eastern Standard Time, August. Uh, this will be August, I think, tenth. All right, actually August ninth. I don't believe in homegrown. On Pushing buttons. I don't believe in home roam. I don't. APG on Major League Baseball on MLB. You know, this is very odd of you. And I'm going to make sure I copy this tweet to a few people who might find this interesting. No, actually, I'm not. I'm not I don't do that. You know, I don't I, believe I in the concept. So, Chris Bryant is Chris Bryant homegrown? Yes or no? Chris Bryant was oh. Chris Bryant was ready to play in the major leagues from the day he was drafted. From the day I he, was he was say drafted, from the day he was born, because that one from the day he was drafted by the Cubs, he was ready to play in the major leagues. Oh, How so in what world need, is that? In what world go, is that homegrown? Go play in like a ball or no, you know, no. He was ready to play he in the major leagues from, right. from the he time he was drafted. Okay. Yes. This is this is this is what you get when you, when you have a dysfunctional leader of uh, Team Benedict. I mean, <laughs> this is what this is what you get when you just <laughs> deny when you just deny you, the truth. Chris Bryant deny deny deny. Yeah. All right. He's 23 years old. Uh, he did go to San Diego, so, so he was he was drafted in 2013, and he made his debut this year. And the Cubs showed patience. Patience with him, which was patience. Because yes, patience. You're freaking crazy, man. No, I'm not freaking crazy. Like he actually, like if you go and you look at 2013, he started with he started out with a little short ball, then with advanced A, then with, he also did some Arizona League as well, and so he got a ball experience. Then he went to Double A and Triple A last year, and because he was oh my god, AA, they moved him up and advanced him to Triple A. You know, because oh he was God. actually out of college already, which means that, you know, they were actually, you know, if he was moving along at a fast pace, they could actually move him up to AAA. Started out good again in AAA after a great spring training, and they moved him up, and they recalled him. But they still had to play him in the minors. Let him get some. Oh, my God. Let him, let, us, let him get his feet wet. You know, and, <sighs> and then let him, let him finally come up and see what he you live You live for this stuff. Uh, you know what I live for? All right, well, let's look at Chris Bryant for a second, okay? At this very moment, right, 
your your hometown, all right. You're back on the you're back on the Cubs wagon. Uh, that look good. Um, oh yeah. I, okay, Giants fan Derek. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm a Giants fan now. Here we go. Uh, no, no, seriously. What's what would you say about Chris Bryant right now at this stage of his rookie season? How would you? He's uh, having a great rookie with? season. So two forty nine. With 132 strikeouts is a great. 249 play. with 249 with a shitload of walks and good power and good defense at third base. All right, the walks, the walks, the out base, the slugging is excellent. I'm not going to take away and discredit that. Uh, the power numbers are respectable: 15 home runs, 65 RBIs, leads all rookies. Uh, the walks: 59 walks, 132 strikeouts, 11 stolen bases, 360 OPT, 441 slugging, 801. It's a solid, very solid rookie season. But excellent rookie season. Excellent. I don't want to. Excellent put the rookie term season. Excellent. I don't see when I look at excellence. I don't think of two forty nine as excellent. I think I think that's where you and I differ. Yeah, I mean, I mean his on, what's his on base percentage, Derek? Excellent to me. All right. What is his uh, on-base percentage? <laughs> forget about on-base. Look, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll oh, you forget like, about yeah. it. Forget about it. No, excellent to me is, um, I think that would be Dwight Gooden in his rookie year. That would be excellent. Okay? That would be excellent. Um, oh, excellent to me for, for, like, rookie year, you know, is Mike Piazza. That's what I decide as excellent. So that, that, that's excellent, okay? Oh, fine. Well-rounded and just putting it up average and hitting and everything. Talking about everything rage was, and anger. This is not about rage. This is, this is, this oh, is it's all about rage with you. This is a difference in opinion is what this oh, is. Oh, this is about rage, man. Oh, no, it's not. All right. No, no, it's not. And There's a, there's no, a fair not. bit of rage here. You really think so? I think there's some rage. There's no rage, man. I'm not happy. There's no rage at all, man. There's rage. There's a dash of rage. Where's the rage? There's a dash of rage. Can we agree on that? Yeah, there's a dash of rage. uh, Because my disagreement with Rob Davis and Brian Sanders... There's a dash of rage. Just a dash of rage. There's a dash of rage, there's a dash. Oh, nice job by your Dodgers there. Uh, I think they, they, weren't they winning this game like five? By like my do, by five. my Dodgers. They're my you're Dodgers fan. Yes, you're my Dodgers. Dodgers. They're, they're your Dodgers. Since when am I a Dodgers fan? <laughs> you know, I don't even know what to say anymore, man. You know, it, it is what it is. You, it you is have, what it is. Explain. You're you are. A Benedict. Benedicts have no rules. So Benedicts have not... no rules. Okay. One of the things that I've noticed about the Benedict folks is uh, there's a failure to acknowledge. So if a failure to acknowledge Flex, what? If Team Flex raises a point you know, or a counterpoint, uh, there's no acknowledgement. So that, this is one of the things huh. that I don't like. <laughs> what about, what about, points about and counterpoints have you raised? Have you raised? I've raised a lot of good counterpoints, like, for example, that the Yankees were never going to sign Dollar Max. 
Max Scherzer. What? You keep I mean, saying that as if it's some great defense. Who cares what they were going to do? That doesn't well, change Rob the fact Davis, that they shouldn't have Rob done it. Davis, you know, he wanted dollar backs. Uh, you know, and dollar what's backs wrong with him? What's wrong with that? Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with it. But there clearly the is, Yankees, in your opinion. No, the Yankees were not going to give out another monster mega contract to a pitcher who by the end of the contract will be in his late 30s with his arm probably broken in half. Like CC and Rob thinks that they it. were wrong about that. What does it have to do with they, they were never considering it? Like, who cares? If they're not, if, if Bryce Hatchman wanted to just keep the compensatory first round pick, which is what he decided to do, then why even be upset about it? Why be upset that they weren't going to sign Sir? Because they, 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 they he thinks that they should have signed him. That's why he's upset, because he thinks they should have signed him. Just like he thinks they should have traded for David Price or traded for Cole Havels. Uh, he, I don't recall him saying that. He said they should have traded for, he Ka- for Hamels, yes. No, we had a Hamels got, Hamels got traded for Hamels got traded for nothing. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. You know, giving up uh, three pretty good prospects is nothing. Pretty good? The top prospect yeah. they gave up was like the 50th best in, the, in base. They gave up Jorge Alfaro. Uh, they gave up Nick Williams. Who projects to be – what does he project to be? Nick Williams projects to be pretty good. Projects to be a lot better than what you're projecting him to be. What, what, is, what is pretty good? Explain. Pretty good is a guy that could actually maybe be part of that Phillies outfield, maybe a guy that actually puts up good numbers for them. So an all-star yeah. caliber player? That's what he's projecting to be? Oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't say definitively. Give me a comparison. You say it's such a big deal. Give me a comparison. I don't, I don't make comparisons. See, I, I'm, not, I'm not one of these scouts. You don't make comparisons. comparisons. I don't. Well, why would I make no. a comparison? So I'm, that we know whether they made a mistake. So, so that we know who did better in the trade. That's why we All make right. the comparisons. Nick Williams is 21 years old. Uh, he was drafted in 2012 in the second round by Texas, so he was drafted pretty high. Uh, he's 21 okay. years old. He is in double A. And he's hitting 309 this year with 15 hold runs and 48 RBIs and 11 stolen bases. That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty, those, are pretty good those are pretty good numbers uh, in double A. But mind you, uh, started of course with uh, Texas, with Texas, with Frisco in Double A in the Texas League, where he had 299, 1345, and 10 stolen bases. And now he's in, he's playing in the Eastern League, same league that has Trenton, the Trenton Thunder, which is the Yankees Double A affiliate. And he's hitting, he's off to a flying start. He is hitting 444 so far, so with two home runs and three RBIs. So to say that the, they gave up nothing. They enough. gave up very. They gave up very little. You don't think gave up very little. You gave up very little in this uh, in this debate. How so, come? How come when we talk about these trades, we don't mention the Royal Crown giving up their entire farm system for uh, for, for Zobrist for and the the other guy for Cueto? Uh, yeah. How come that's not mentioned? Well, they definitely did. They definitely gave. You know, I've actually thought because you like them. Because trade, you like them. 
No, the trade that they made for Zobrist, I thought they gave up a very good pitching prospect for... So how come that never gets mentioned in all of this? Who says it doesn't get mentioned? You know, you it, it doesn't get mentioned. Oh, so you want to bring it up? We're talking about it. Because the Yankees right. are not how going come, after Ben how come when you talk about How come when you talk about trades, you never talk about the Royal Crown? Because Ben Zobris wasn't getting traded to the Yankees. We were talking about pitchers. That was that was the no, original. No, you you mentioned the Blue Jays saying they gave away their entire future. You mentioned Texas saying they gave up too much for Cole Hamels. How come you never talk about the uh, the beloved Royal Crown giving up too much? Well, the Royal Crown did give up a really good prospect, actually. They gave up too much. Possibly. For, for Ben Zobrist? Ben Zobrist for, is signed through 2015. So, I mean, the pitcher that they traded for is not signed through 2016. Saad Mania is good. He is definitely good, all right? He, he so what about like what about a, them trading for a rental? He could you don't be a frontline starter, uh, Saad Mania. So, yeah, he's good. I mean... You don't seem to now, you don't seem to mind that they that they uh, they traded away a lot for a rental. They did because like so how the, come you don't they, mind they're that they're all in they're all in. But um, for the Blue Jays, they traded away their future and they don't understand. But for the Royals, it's smart. I did. I, I never said anything. Negative you did. About say, you did say that. Did. You said they traded away their future and they don't understand. Well, all right. They did trade away their future, meaning that when you when you trade for a two up and you trade for a price and you have the the bats that they have, you know, Donaldson also they gave up they did they did give up a lot actually in that trade. Even though right now Donaldson would probably be Donaldson The Royals right gave up a lot in there. The Royals Donaldson, gave up a lot. Donaldson to me has leaped ahead of Trout right now in the MVP race. Uh, with the weekend he had, he's he not ahead of Trout. Okay, let's stop with that crap. He, I but, think he is actually. But, oh, but you look, always that, that's, you always think someone's ahead of Trout. Yeah, um, that's 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 something we can debate later. You know, this this is a, this is a ninety minute show. We've got time to debate that. Okay, uh, but but it's my personal opinion that Donaldson has, has vaulted himself in front. That's all. Oh, no, I'm sure. no disrespect to. Michael Trout, who is the best player in baseball, who, who you've now who you've now picked against for MVP four years in a row. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you still believe, and, and there are people like you who are stat masters who still believe that Mike Trout's rookie year was better than Miguel Cabrera's triple crown. Which um, it, which it was. Well, that's that's debatable. Eh, that's very debatable. You know but what? you picked against him four years in a row now. Uh, I felt that. At Victor what point Martinez, is it? I felt Victor Martinez should have got it last year. You felt that a DH should have won the MVP last year. Victor Martinez, Victor Martinez had the higher average. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the stats since since, <laughs> since somehow this has evolved into you know MVP debate. All right, here are your stats, uh, and these are great stats. Um, Trout, thirty-six home runs, one hundred eleven RBIs. 287 average, 939 OPS, excellent stats. If you just want to go based on wins above replacement, that's probably why he won the award. He had 7.9 wins above replacement, a category I don't like. I don't <laughs> yeah. emphasis on. 
Because it doesn't allow you, you to make just, up whatever the hell you want. No, if you just want to go based off that, and if you if you just if you're doing it off defense, then you're right to pick Mike Trout. Mike Trout well, the game the game Mike. does consist of more than offense. We agree on that. It does. It does. We agree on that. All right. Victor Martinez uh, somehow did not get a first place vote. It's just it's mind boggling. Despite the fact because he wasn't as good as Mike Trout. Three thirty-five, man. Three thirty-five. So what? Which is like I think a whole like forty-eight points higher in batting average. Oh, they also had a four hundred nine OPT since you always like to talk about OPT. So that's thirty-two. Points yeah, and what was Trout? Mr. Trout. Uh, how home, much home higher was RBIs, Trout? Home runs and RBIs are very similar. Uh, thirty-two home runs, so that's four less than Trout. One hundred and three RBIs, that's eight less than Trout. Um, one hundred fifty-one games, so he played six less games. And what well, position did Victor Martinez play last season? Was basically a first baseman slash DH. DH slash and DH. and is it more impressive when a first baseman slash DH puts up those numbers or a center fielder? Well, you're talking to a well, guy. You're talking to someone who thinks David Ortiz should have won MVP over Abron when they had that race down the stretch back in 2004. Well, no one's surprised that you think that, so. It was then that was more based upon the the other numbers, like the numbers of like a runners in scoring position and you know, men on third left and two outs and runners scoring position with two outs. Uh Ortiz had better numbers that year than A Rod. I thought that was about you not, not liking A Rod. Not not to discredit A Rod, but Oh I don't, not to discredit A Rod. Come on. I don't on. think I don't think you could penalize a first baseless left DH. Because of that, if, if he was if he was really the most valuable player in the league that year, that's just that's just my personal opinion. But right? but but playing defense has value. It does. You could also <laughs> a say lot that of value. The, you could also say that based on MVP that they've had that out before, like when they basically handed Robin Yalt the MVP over uh, Ruben Sierra. Or Sierra had better numbers, or when they gave Perk Gibson the NL MVP in '88 over Darryl Strawberry, makes you wonder if there was a little bit of a bias or a prejudice. I mean, it's something that I don't like to bring up, but you know, it's something that has to be brought up. You know, being, oh, being you like you like bringing up all kinds of nonsense. Is it, is it nonsensical? I don't know. I mean, did the right did the right guys always win MVP? I would. No, I don't think they always do. Now, in this case, it's just my personal pay that I think Victor Martinez uh, deserved a lot more consideration than he got. So, I think it should have been a much closer vote. That's just uh, my personal opinion. Now, if, if you want to, uh, if you would like to go back to Trout versus uh, Miguel Cabrera, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go back to Michael Trout versus Miggy. If you want to talk about that one too, right? Uh, let's do it. And to me, when I look at this year that by Mike Trout, that's this is Mike Trout's best overall year. So, 326, 30 home runs, 83 RBIs, 49 stolen bases, a 960 okay. OPS. Uh, to me, that's his best year because of what he hit and the stolen bases, too. And the wins above replacement, that's almost at 11 that year. Biggie, 
a triple crown winner. 330, 44, 139 across the board. Okay. Uh, 393 OBP, 606 slugging, 999 OPS. This one's bubble type, but with 7.2. Same thing as Beltray will finish third. Uh, Roberts Cuddle, by the way, was fourth, and Josh Hamilton with 43 home runs was fifth. So that tells you how good the MVP was that year. Adam Jones was sixth, 32 home runs. So, and Derek Jeter had a great year, too, with seventh. Uh, there were a lot of candidates that were up for MVP. That, that was a deep year in terms of MVP candidates. Um, okay. You think that Trout should have won it? I do. Is it just is it just because of his rookie season, or is it just the war of replacement? What what is it for you? That he was a better won? overall player than Miguel Cabrera, and I think the best overall player should win MVP. There were, there were a few people who felt like you and would have given it to Trout. I just don't see how you could go against a triple crown winner on a first-place team. Oh, that, that, well, that's, I... That's, no. You don't have to agree. If, I can see the argument. The argument for giving it to, to Cabrera the next year was way off base, and there was no reason to do that, and it was completely ridiculous. Okay. All right. Well, you know, at least we could agree on this, okay? Yeah. I mean, we they were both uh, prime candidates. I don't think there was a wrong way to go on this. You know, I I think that they got it right. So that's the uh, it was twenty two first place votes to six. That's that that's your final. Uh, on that in a year where a lot of guys had big years. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, by the way, ironically, uh, Ben Zobris was 18th that year. <laughs> 270 with uh, 20 home runs and 74 RBIs. He could have in the top 20. <laughs> Just figured you would like to know that. And, and a guy I am glad to know that. 285 and Josh Reddick was 16th. Uh, I don't, you know who I don't see on this list? Who? I don't see Josh Donaldson. Uh, uh, Donaldson, of course, who is now one of the best players in baseball. And uh, He's been one of the best players in baseball for years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And got traded because of a disagreement. Or so, so that's what that's what the belief is actually. So I have no idea uh, why you he do, got traded. You but it do was have a, a vote for uh, Mikey from Twitter says that he likes Trout better. So he likes Trout. So he goes. With so there, that. people so, agree with me. Take that. Well, of course you're, you're going to get some votes. You will get some votes. Uh, you know, you will. Get I have all the votes. Everyone agrees with me. All right. Get out of here, Flex. All right. Yeah, you want me to retire now? Retire. It's retirement time. All right. So, but, uh, I, I mean, a triple crown winner, uh, I, I mean, for me, that, that is too good. Too good to, uh, to go again. That's just, that's just my vantage point, okay? 
don't have to agree with me on that, but that's my vantage point. You know, this show would be a lot better if we had some of the other members of Team Benedict here. You know, if it's discussed. What if Team? What um, is Team Benedict? That's that's your group. That is your group that you formed. I mean, guys are very strong. Guys are very strong in numbers. Uh, I can't compete with you guys, but I do. I try. I, I try. I give it my all. And, sure, uh, nut job. Am I? Am I a nut job, or or am I a truthful? I'm truthful. Yeah. Truthful about stuff, don't you think? There's some there's some truth to things that you say sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I've heard you yeah, say true course. things in the past. If you were the Yankees, right? Yeah, if I were um, the Yankees. Which you have made the move for David Price or for uh, Michael Trout. Or for uh, for Michael Trout, Michael Trout, yeah, right. No, but like, no, would you have made the move? Would you have made the move for? Uh, I was looking at a Trout tweet, sorry, but like, would you have made the move for Arquado or for a David Price or for Cole Hamels? I would have traded for Cole Hamels, yeah. And what if the Phillies had asked for either Aaron Judge or Severino? I don't think I would have traded Aaron Judge and not Severino. Because I, I got this feeling that they were probably asking for one of those guys, which uh, which is probably why they did not make a trade for Hamels, or even though he signed, you know, for another like four years. And David Price, of course, was going to cost higher end prospects, okay? And uh, that's exactly what happened. It cost a little bit higher end, higher tiers, higher ceiling, you know. Any yeah, he got well. Uh, the Phillies got a, the Phillies got more. Yeah, it's hard to they, say. That, that's to like, say that was my whole point. Package. The Phillies got a nice return for Havels, even though. Well, uh, uh, I mean, you you act like they got back blue chip guys. They really didn't. They got back a bunch of like B B plus guys. Uh, okay, that's your opinion. Um, no, that's kind of the, just how it is. Updating uh, Josh Donaldson, who hit his second home run today of the series. Uh, he's now up to, uh, I think, 31 home runs and 83 RBS. Uh, and he's hitting close to 300, uh, if you want to know. He's, and it's he's been one of the best nine, players in baseball for years. 935, 935. By the way, um, it's also Josh Donaldson who leads the uh, AL in extra base hit. Uh, there, there's another uh, there's another stat that jumps out in front of you. Uh, actually, I think it is 30 home runs. Actually, let me. I've been on this for years. I I have nothing to say. I I told you years ago he was elite. As elite as Eli Manning. I think I actually said that he was. Oh, I called him a way better third baseman than Pablo Sandoval, and you said I was wrong. I. I do we have a debate like that? Yeah, you said it. You said I was way off base. After I said that, I lost a mistake. Yeah, I mean, Sandoval is a very good October player. He's always been a very good October player. That's well, it's too bad that October is only one month out of the year. That's why he got the contract. 
Yeah, so 297 for Donaldson after today, two hits today, uh, 31 home runs, 83 RBIs. Um, Bautista, you know, he doesn't hit for average, but he's been on fire lately. Uh, hit another hit, a absolute. Who cares today. if guys hit uh, for average? What does that matter? Well, when it comes to MVP candidacy, uh, I like I do look at average. All right. Why? Because if a guy, if a guy, if, hit, if a guy cannot hit at least two sixty, two seventy, I I just can't put them in the equation. Why? Do why does it? Why does that matter? It just it just doesn't work for me, you know. It doesn't work. Okay, yeah, so let's I, take I know, an. Ex- I know, I know, I know how you feel. You, you know that you, rookie, you that like rookie to, center fielder, that rookie center fielder on the Dodgers. He's hitting two twenty four. Yet his on base percentage is higher than that joke of a third baseman that plays for the San Francisco Giants. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm back. Uh, one home run fits the Y for Jock Peterson, and, and he's down to 223 or 220. Yeah, he is, but and his on-base percentage is still higher than Matt Duffy's. There's no way I could put Jock Peterson ahead of Matt Duffy in this Rookie of the Year topic. Why? Why? But he's got a better on-base percentage. Duffy's having a better year. I mean, Why? I mean, it, it, he is. I mean, the guy's hitting three hundred. That's a much better year. Yeah, but but it doesn't. When you combine walks, Peterson you know gets what? on base more often. Look, if you if you want to you want to do the OBP and you want to go that way, you're more than welcome to. I'm going the other way. I just right don't there. I don't understand. They have the exact same they have the exact same OPS. Right well, now, actually, Peterson's is a little higher, but similar OPS. Your competition. Is between three guys. Um, number one is Noah Hindergard, the uh, Mets. Okay. Okay. And number two. Who's not is, homegrown, uh, by the way? Syndergaard's not homegrown. I just want to throw that out there. Well, yes, they 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 were able to get hit. Well, they were able to get. Well, that's part of the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, you know, they traded for Ari Dickey, they gave up Trevor Stardell, and they gave up uh, the Yale Syndergaard in that deal. So, that, that's what the Blue Jays have been doing. They've been doing it for a while. Um, well, let's... Okay, let's move on. All right, so... I mean, Chris Bryan and Duffy are numbers two and three. So, those are your three guys. Those are my three guys, at least. You know who's number four right now? You know who I put four Who? right now on this list? Who? Get get ready to get upset. Because I know you I know you. I know you'll get upset at this. But uh yes, folks, uh I'm going here. Uh I'm going to put a Cardinal. A Cardinal right now, who's definitely got himself in the mix for this award. So um that would be uh Randall Grichuk. Grichuk. Uh, the center fielder for the Cardinals. He's now fourth on the list. Uh, he's up to 14 home runs, and uh, he's played himself into contention. So I would put him fourth. I don't even have Jacques Peterson in the top four. So, and with Jacques Peterson getting moved down to eighth of the lineup, it's very hard for me to include him. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, yep. That that's that's where we differentiate, okay? 
okay? When you get free entry eight, you know, in terms of uh just in terms of how how we rate like which guys should be up for the war. Now, if this was the American League, and the AL doesn't have as, you know, deep a crop of, of rookies, you know, I I probably would have said Philly Birds based on the first half, but now it's a runaway. It is Carlos Correa and everybody else. Carlos Correa, who has uh, 14 home runs and 200 and, like, 10 at-bats. Amazing. Amazing. And, wow. he This guy's a special player. So, he, and, he's, and, of course, the Astros are in first place, too. So, that, that's where I go. That's where I go as far as... Uh, as far as uh, Rookie of the Year. That's where your yo baby yo's are. Would you like to bring up Steven Sousa, who, who has like two, who would probably have 200 strikeouts by now? I don't even know who that average. is. Uh, <laughs> ah! Did you just do that? Or, or no. somebody playing games? I didn't do anything. Okay. How could I do that? Are you on the switchboard? No. So that somebody else is on the switchboard. So somebody must be working around. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't have. Oh man, else. the Dodgers are getting blown out all of a sudden. Yeah, isn't that disappointing? Good thing the Giants oh. are so terrible. Yeah, you did. You set. I got to give you credit. You set the Cubs with uh the Cubs would do a number on them, and you were right. You they buried them. Credit. It's over. Better luck next year, guys. So that's it. Uh, they should they should just pack their bags. That's it. I w- I would recommend packing their bags if I were them. The thing with them is they're three time World Series champs, and they're not oh, going to okay. pack it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. They're not just going to pack it. I mean, you you and I both know that. You know, they're still playing. I think they should pack it. In. I don't know what they'll do, but they should. They're not going to pack it in. They're not going to pack they it. They should not, pack not it. Not when in. you have. Now when you got Buster Posey and you got Hunter Pence uh, and you've got proven guys and guys who are getting better like Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt. I highly recommend packing it in. And Mad Bum. As far as the Giants go, in terms of flaws, they don't have a strong bullpen. We've seen that. And their starting rotation is very thin right now, especially with Mike Lee going on the DL. So, So they do have, they are up against it. It will be interesting to see if they can stay in the race. Their hitting is going to have to keep them in the race. And the Giants didn't have much hitting in their World Series years. This year, they do. So but it's kind of a reverse, kind of a reverse with the Giants, where they could actually win games with their offense, which is something you couldn't always say with the uh, Giants. But they're not uh, winning a lot of games. Not You know what? They've been a streaky team all year. This team has been very streaky. Like, they'll, they'll go through, like, patches. They're in a rough patch right now. And then they'll and then they'll turn it around. And they'll reel off, like, seven in a row or eight out of ten. And they'll be right there again. So, you seem very disturbed great, about this. The Dodgers had a great opportunity. They had an opportunity to, to bury them. But because the Dodgers are about to get swept, they're still only going to be three clear of the Giants. And this year... The Giants have owned the Dodgers. 
I, I don't believe the Dodgers have won a game against the Giants this year. So they don't yeah. need to. The, the Giants just lose to everyone else. Yeah, but they're not going to lose to everyone else. And if it comes down to head to head, the Dodgers are going to have to start winning some of those games. So down the stretch, so it's just something I to believe. Look at. What do you believe? You believe he could fly? You believe he could I believe fly? that whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Okay. Starting tonight, people will die. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> Maybe the uh, maybe Pete Benedict has died. That would be nice, you know. If, uh, Pete, Pete Benedict, Benedict should die. Wow. Pete Benedict should die a slow death. A slow death. Wow. You you're not happy, With huh? With torture. With torture. With torture. You know? Oh my. I want torture for Team Benedict. Team Benedict Let's deserves talk torture. Let's talk MVP. Uh, okay. NL MVP. Zach Greinke would be the number one candidate still, correct? Yes. Okay. Who's your number two at this point? Is it Bryce? Uh, actually, I would have him number one. I take it back. He's one, the MVP two, three, in my three. opinion. Are Greinke... Harper and Buster Posey. Those are my top three at this time. Um, Posey, of course. But Buster Posey's team might not even make the playoffs. And Bryce Harper's team might not make the playoffs either, so they might both get eliminated. <laughs> you know. Um, well, I'm. I believe in the national. So. You also believe in Harvey Dent. So what's your point? I believed in Harvey Dent. You're amazing. <laughs> oh, boy. Look what happened to I'm team, ben- I'm team Benedict. What do you expect? Okay. You be- believe in the Nationals. I believe in what? You believe in the Nationals. I believe in the Nationals. Who's doing the sound effects, though? What do you think's doing? Is that Brian working? Or Chris Wassell? I would hope if it was Sanborn, he would have jumped in already, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, so do you think it's, do you think it's, uh, do you think it is? I have no idea who it is, Derek. It's not me. So Clutch are just playing by themselves and nobody's on the switchboard. <laughs> this is weird. You know what? Actually, I think somebody can sign in. They can sign in and not show themselves on the switchboard. So it's got to be Wassell. So the question is, will Chris Wassell join us? And Whatever doesn't a... kill you simply makes you Wassell. Or... Whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Simply makes you Chris Wassell. Josh Donaldson Lost. versus Michael Trout. Trout is the MVP, but Donaldson's an excellent player. Yeah. 
I could go along with that. I'll go along with that. Michael Trout right now has 33 home runs. He's tied with Nelson Cruz for the uh, AOL lead. Um, Mr. Josh Donaldson, though, leads the AL in RBIs with 83. He's jumped ahead, and he's up to 31 home runs. Now, as far as batting average, I think they're actually very quite similar at this time. Yes, Trout is 302. And updating Mr. Donaldson, I believe he is at 297. So that's your one-two right there. Okay? I mean, that is your one-two punch. It could go either way at this point. So, A succulent one-two punch. Right now, you'd probably give Trout the edge because he is the best player in baseball, and he is amazing to watch play the outfield. I mean, I see him make uh, plays that are just – there's no denying it. He's amazing to watch defensively. So, well, you denied it for a long time. So. No, nah, I mean, nah, I've, I've never denied his defense. His defense is that good. You know, we're not, we're not going to take anything away from Mr. Trout when it comes to his defense. His defense is just superb. Excellent. You know, all plays great defense and no Ooh. longer wins gold gloves. Who? Probably uh, the third MVP candidate, if the Yankees could win the division and hang on, that would be Mark Teixeira. We'll you wanted the, you wanted the Yankees to give him away for nothing last year. I did. I remember that. You know what? You know what? I, I, don't, I don't think I was alone. I'm sure there were a lot of other Yankee fans who didn't think that he had anything left. You know, especially based on what what his last couple of seasons have been with the injuries and the bad wrist. And, but he's give him credit. He has been tremendous. 30 home runs, 77 RBIs. In that AOL player of the AOL comeback player of the year with A Rod and a lot of other candidates as well. So you've got you've got your uh, you've got you've got some excellent uh, comeback players. Who's playing these clips? What is Waffle's deal? Why doesn't he just talk if he's on the line? You know what? I, I have no idea what Lasso's deal is. I don't know. But as usual, we knew that Brian would be a dose show for this show. So, well, he didn't say he was going to call in, so you can't really be mad at him. Oh, it's definitely locked out by all these ladies. But, I mean, it's got to be. Oh, Wassel. Oh, boy. So, let's talk. You think the Cubs got this? You think the Cubs are going to be in that playoff mix or what? I think they're uh, going to be in the playoff mix. So, are we talking about three uh, NL Central teams in the wild card? So if we don't, well, in the playoffs. Three NL Central Two NL teams Central in the playoffs. Okay. That's just pretty big. You know, it's, it's really looking that way. Um, yeah, that's what I think. What is your How about think? the best? Are you a believer in the Mets? They just lost two out of three. They finally had their seven-game win streak snapped. So they lost two to Ralston Rays over the weekend. Well, not. I would say they're team. they're fifty-fifty with the with the Nationals. The Mets have a much better pitching staff than the Nats. Uh, much better. I don't know about that. All right. Well, I mean, if we hold. 
bad. I don't care if we poll people or not. I'm saying who has the better team. And I'm who are the Nats outside of Dollar Max scares the opposition. I don't. I don't care about scaring. I care about numbers. Who's got better numbers? Of course, Chris Bossell taking the negative approach to the Mets says after they lose two in a row, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. Maybe Bossell wants to get a call to the show instead of hiding, hiding out. He says the Mets are dead. That's which is classic Bossell, you know. But it, so that's that's the way Mets fans think. Though. You know, there is that there is that very negative vibe when it comes to Mets fans, which. I can't understand. I can't understand it this year, especially when you see what's happened over the last week with Wilma Flores, with him not getting traded, and with uh, we're committing the game winning cold rug, which uh, sparked them to that sweep, with uh, Lucas Duda just going off last Saturday and just erupting and winning games and winning game on and winning games. And, like, All right, Flex, let's talk. Be, Let's talk. Let's what? Let's let's discuss. Let's discuss what? That's pitching stats. So Dollar Max has actually been the best pitcher on either team by a pretty big margin. Dollar Max now has a higher ERA than Jacob DeGrom. I'm not Jacob I don't DeGrom. really care about that so much. Jacob Degrom. Degrom's been me. the second best of the um, of the the two teams. Harvey's been the third best, and he's been significantly better than Jordan Zimmerman, who's the second best pitcher on the Nationals. Zimmerman struggled this year. I've had I have Zimmerman like that. He had pitched a good game the other day, and then their bullpen came in and blew it. Uh, Drew Storer gave up a grand slam. I would actually slam. say the two of them. I would say the two of them are about equal. The the top twos are about equal when you factor in yeah, but that, how much but better Scherzer's pitching. Yeah, but when you factor in, you know, Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, but you also have to fix, factor in uh, Steven Strasburg. All right. You, I don't like Strasburg because I don't know what I'm getting. I know he pitched really well on Saturday, and I just don't know about him. And I don't like, I don't like Gio Gonzalez at all. Oh, I think he's he's as good as whoever the Mets number four is. Their number four is Nice, and Nice has been pitching really well. Pitch very well actually lately. Well, so I'm just saying, I think I think their number fours are equal. What if the Mets got back Stephen Matz? Looks like he looks like a he's a wild card. Who knows? He's pitched 13 innings in in Major League Baseball. Who knows? Not only can Stephen Matz pitch. Steven Matz could hit. <laughs> yeah, he, he pitched thirteen hit. innings, so let's 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 hold off before I, I, we annoy yeah, him. Yeah, I understand. I, I just that's the next Tom Seaver. I mean So I'm saying I'm saying I think their pitching stats are equal and I think the Nationals the Mets have gotten a lot of publicity for having such a bad starting lineup. I think the Nationals have a very bad starting lineup. The Mets lineup's better than the Nats, we agree on that. Yeah, the Mets. The Nets went out. That, that yeah, Zimmerman guy them. that plays first base for the Nationals is de- is done. He should retire now. <laughs> he did hit two home runs today, but yeah, I mean he's pretty much on his left legs. We agree. Yeah, he's toast. Uh, Jason Worth, 
I'm not he hit all right today, but he's also another guy that looks like he's finished. He had Desmond, he just flat out sucks. I don't know what the heck happened to him. His is bad. He grounded they had the bases loaded, by the way, with one out today in the bottom of the ninth inning, down two runs against the no name Rockies closer. And these two guys put together just terrible bats. Were chased a high fastball for strike three. And and, uh, and Desmond seems like basically swinging from the heels. It swings at the first pitch, easy ground out to shortstop, game over. And the uh, yeah, Nationals Worth is, is done, dude. He sucks. The Nationals lose two out of three to the Rockies, to the rebuilding Rockies at home. I mean, that's that's just brutal. I mean, that what Lasell says both managers are bad. I'm going to take, you know, you know, this is where I'm going to disagree. Harry Collins has done a very good job with the Mets this year. But this, that, 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 this is how Mets fans, this is how New York baseball fans are. I mean... Oh, Wes, look at yourself, and, dude, if you're going to complain about New York baseball fans. Yeah, the Mets, the, like, the manager can't get any credit, doesn't serve any credit for anything. Yeah, that's just, oh, you, you're the king of not giving anyone credit for anything. If you don't like I mean, them. You should see how many Yankee fans dump on Girardi. It's just... It's just you, d- you dump on Girardi. I, I have. I have. Because, like, all right, he's Mr. Managed by the book. I don't agree with everything he does, but who's better at putting together a bullpen than Girardi? Who's better at handling... He's, a, he's great at handling a bullpen. I mean... Well, you're arguing against yourself, Derek, because you're the one who criticized him for all these years. No, if Joe Girardi... No, I'm not arguing against all the, all the anti-Girardi bastards who... Girardi won a World Series here, right? But I guess that doesn't count. If Girardi's last name was Tory, people would love him. People would love him. And people forget that Tory, Tory, who benefited from just some just absolute dominant rosters, um, I mean... He killed. I agree that Joe Torre is overrated. He destroyed bullpens. He destroyed bullpens. I mean, really, he he just destroyed careers. Scott Proctor. I mean, God, you know, you could you could throw out so many guys that just that just got worn down by Joe Torre because he didn't know what he was doing with bullpens. He just kept. I I agree. Guys out there. I mean. But because his name is Joe Girardi, and he is by the book, granted, I could see people getting a little upset about Stephen Drew batting for himself in the seventh inning today with two outs with one of their only threats, and he strikes out, where people said, oh, well, why didn't they pitch at Brendan Ryan, the righty? I'm just thinking to myself, all because Brendan Ryan's actually hit because he has a mustache, I'm thinking to myself, since when is Brendan Ryan like this automatic? But yeah, I could see I could see why people would say pinch hit, pinch hit for the guy. They scored only one run, so if you're going to complain about Stephen Drew in this series, uh, you need your head examined. All right. You because always complain of, about Stephen Drew. Not none of the big guys. None of the big guys did anything in this series. A Rod didn't do anything. And A Rod, by the way, I think he's I think he's, I think he's, played, I think he's about eight or nine games since his last home run. But he's in a little bit of a drive spell. Um Teixeira, nothing. Gardner, he's been in a slump. He didn't do anything. Ellsbury, he was open a series with 
lot of strikeouts. Um, McCann, McCann, we'll go excuse McCann because he, he, Girardi played him all three games after a knee. So you don't, you don't know how healthy he was. So, but their lineup didn't do anything. But they're complaining about Steven Drew, who's a nice place hitter for crying out loud. Nice place hitter who hit 13 home runs for you. He still hit 13 home runs. And even though I agree, should not be the second baseman, and Ref Snyder probably should be the second baseman by this point, or it should be a platoon, it's nuts to point at Steven Drew for why they lost the series. Ref uh, Snyder is going to be lucky have, to have the career that Steven Drew has. I just want to point that out. We do have a caller from 732 area code. I do not know who this is. That's a number that I don't recognize, but it's New Jersey all the way. Let's bring in our 732. You're on with us, 732. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Marianne. Who's this? Marianne? Mm-hmm. Hi. Is this Mrs. Chris Wassell? Who? Does that sound like, does that sound like Chris to you? That's that's a female. No, is this his is this his wife slash girlfriend or whatever? Who is who? I don't know anyone. It is Chris. No, this is a real guest. This is a real guest. Uh, Marianne, what do you want to talk about? Um, what would I like to talk about? This could take a while. Uh, I'm more of a hockey person, personally. Oh, God. I'm, I'm a big Carolina Hurricanes fan. How did you come across our show? <laughs> That's what my question is. <laughs> I was just looking on Twitter and looking for someone to call into. Okay. I'm a hockey guy also. Ask John oh, if he likes hockey. Hockey uh, hockey guy. <laughs> Um, I'll be a huge Ranger fan. So, so you said you're a Hurricanes fan? Uh, I'm so, so sorry to hear that you're a Rangers fan. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all sorry for him. You know what? <laughs> the fact that you say that, I'm glad you say that because... <laughs> I'll never get a the end of this. Why is it so low? Thank you. What? All right. That that's that's Chris. That's Chris Wassell, uh playing the Adam Henry stuff over and over again to torture me. Um. He he sounds like a troublemaker. Uh yeah, that's accurate. You, you have to understand. Oh, Marianne, he's a, he's a, he doesn't have a lot to get excited about with his devils. You know, they're a rebuilding club, and they they don't have a lot of talent. So, mm, it takes them no. A while. Yeah. no, 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 you, know you know what, though? He is lucky Gosh. for one reason. Because he's seen his team with Reese Cups in the past decade. Well, actually now, actually now two decades. But, you know, mm. the last time I saw the Rangers with a cup, I was still in high school. Think about that. Kind of sad. Now, you said you're a Hurricanes fan? 
2006 was a good year for uh, Devil fans. Really don't like that year. <laughs> yeah, I hear that Devil fans are also big fans of uh, of 2009. I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that's the year where where the, where the Hurricanes beat those in Game Seven. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what? You know, that that actually really cheered me up because that that night the the Rangers got eliminated. I was coming home when the Rangers got eliminated. I think by the Caps, and we came home. We came home and all these Devils fans were celebrating our elimination because that's what they like to do. You know, it's just part of the rivalry. And uh, and then we came home to see that to see the Hurricanes tie up the game with that awesome pass. That was an amazing pass. Uh, and then uh, and then Stahl with that burst of speed and that shot past Marty. That was pretty cool. I, I got to admit, it was, that, was, that was pretty cool. You know, it, it definitely helped. Uh, it helped. It certainly did. Are you, are you from Carolina? Mm-hmm. And you live in New Jersey now? Mm-hmm. When did you move to Jersey? Uh, about five years ago. What part of Jersey are you from? I'm from Long Branch. Oh, really? Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm from, uh, I'm not from Jersey, but I have friends, of course, in New Jersey, from uh, Sayreville and uh, South River. Which you probably uh, heard of. Yeah. And uh, I'm from Staten Island, or Satan's Isle, as I call it, because it's just terrible out here. I'm so sorry <laughs> um, to hear that. I just drove through Staten Island two months, two weeks ago, and I wish I hadn't. Yeah, everyone says that. Did you, uh, did you like make a wrong turn or something? No, I was car shopping, and unfortunately, it was like the car was out in New York. Coming back from work or something, or just uh, just a drive? No, I was out shopping. Where'd you go? You go to like one of those really great malls? Mm-hmm. Which one did you go to? I'm trying to think now. Short Hills? Mm-hmm. No, Short Hills is in New Jersey. Um, That's in New Jersey. Um, um, Something past, it, was, it was past Coney Island. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. In Brooklyn. Okay. All right. Yeah. It and... was close to Garden City, I believe. Okay. So... You're a hockey fan. Um, you have mm-hmm. any thoughts about you have any thoughts about the off season or anything? Uh, it's just the dog days of summer right now. All right, that, well, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's just no Done. information coming out. So, and the hockey is your only the only sport you really like, right? Mm, I do. I I do like football. What do you root for in football? Football, I actually root for the Broncos. Hey, JPG, did you Bad wagoner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's just, that was, uh, I was a big fan of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, Elway. Elway, thank you. Elway. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I like Elway, the football player. I don't like Elway, the executive. I Why? Agree. What did he do that you don't like? 
Tebow. Uh, you know what you know what he did that I don't like. Uh, even oh yeah, the Tebow. No oh, the Tebow thing was it was great. He got rid of. Tebow. It was a no brainer though. It was a no brainer. I'll, I'll admit it. You know, Hayden Manning's all time. You know, all time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, do you think they could still win with, with the current team? That's my question. No, I I think Peyton Manning is just he can get them there, but he can't. Uh, he just so can't I, uh, deliver. This segment brought to you by the Injury Ninja, injuring uh, people since two thousand seven. Uh, this is what happens when injury? Uh, the Injury Ninja is something that Chris Wassell invented. Um, Wassell's a big hockey guy. So he's big into the hockey. And, and whenever somebody, whenever a player gets hurt, he created this thing called Injury Ninja. So Injury Ninja now has its own sponsor. And whenever there's an injury, which actually kind of hurt the Rangers a little bit in their quest mm-hmm. this year, uh, the Injury Ninja always comes calling. So just a little uh, humor, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. I guess I can... It's not... I can blame the injury ninja for all my fantasy hockey problems. So, so you're into the fantasy hockey, I would imagine, right? Oh, big it, time. Do you, do you do money leaks? I would guess. Mm, I I've I've entered a few. JPG, you had a yeah. fantasy team a couple of years ago, didn't you? My fantasy team was dominant. Yeah, would you like to tell Mary Ann about your fantasy team? How many Rangers it had on it, or X-Rangers? All Rangers and X-Rangers, 100%. He drafted a team, right? But this was a free league. Um, he drafted a team where he had Rick Ness, where he had Gabrick, where he had... Mm-hmm. Uh, who'd you draft? Did you draft Artel Benisimov, the X-Ranger? <laughs> I don't know who that is. You told no. me the Rangers were you told me the Rangers were good, so why wouldn't I draft all their players? You drafted Dubetsky. You drafted Dubetsky. That's who you drafted. You no, told me the Rangers were have... good. Why wouldn't I draft their players? But he drafted. He had a team. He drafted his team based on you the You told Rangers me they were good. Why wouldn't I draft them? And and then Marianne. He didn't make one move the entire year. <laughs> why would I need why would I need to? Because you uh, were in a fantasy league. Didn't you want to compete? Yeah, exactly. Uh, why would I need to make moves? You told me the Rangers were good. Why would I need to make moves? You have to. You still have to set your line up. Yeah, exactly. You have to change the uh... No, oh I, stand by, I stand by my decision. Uh, How did that decision go for you? <laughs> excellent. I, I had the most honor of the entire league. I bet. Henrik Lundqvist. He led the he led the league in um, in shampoo commercials and rhinos made out of Advil. <laughs> he really does. Um, I got a question for you, uh, JPG. Do you want to do a fantasy football league this year? Maybe. So if we get other people in, you'll you'll do it. Max will be in. Yeah. We we haven't done one in a while. I think it'll be fun. Are you doing a fantasy football league there? No. I just not, watch. Not into the, you, you just no. like hockey, right? 
Yeah, I, I will watch football, but hockey is, is my passion. So here's a question for you. How does a uh, a Carolina Hurricanes and Denver Broncos fan uh, deal with all the uh, all the sports talk, all the New York sports fans, New Jersey sports fans out here? Uh, could you repeat that? Like okay, so like you're you're a Hurricanes, you're a Hurricanes hockey, and football you like the Broncos. How does like a fan like you, who lives in New Jersey now? Deal with all like the sports talks that have to do with the Yankees, the Mets, you know, the Giants, the Rangers. How do you deal with all that stuff? It is nice to be in a hockey and and sports market for once, because down there it's all about the college football. Where up here, at least, you're more in the professional sports. This is good perspective, actually. Um, now. I mean, you. I'm sure you've been to Carolina Hurricane games before. Oh yeah. Right. Um, I was I was just down there in March to see them actually play the Devils. Did they win that one or lose that? I think they lost that one. I could be wrong. No, uh, Hurricanes won. We 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 left the floor with the Devils. They were slow and old. <laughs> oh, they were slow and old. Oh, I love it. You know what? I just became a big fan of Marianne because you know that Chris Marcel's listening to this right now. <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably losing his mind. This is great. Um, if we do more shows, do you want to become a regular? Do you want to become part of the show? Sure, definitely. You what? You would be in. Okay. Oh, All right. definitely. All right. And uh, do you have a Facebook or a Twitter? Um, yeah, um, I'll, give me your Twitter and I'll, I'll find you. Okay, all right. Um, by the way, I think Chris is now calling in, because I think he wants to talk to Mary. <laughs> so, um, oh, no. my Twitter, by the way, my Twitter is at, um, I changed it up, actually, so it's actually at NYPUCK, that's N-Y-P-U-C-K, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and then B-O-N-Y. Like Battle of New York, so all together, oh. that's who I am. I'm, um, I'm maybe from the south. But I know how to spell. Okay, well that's that's good. All right, um, Mr. Wassell, you're on with us. Oh, the famous Wassell. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. What's up, uh, Mr. Wassell? I'd like to introduce you to Mary Ann, the uh, Hurricanes fan. Mary Ann, this is Chris. Hello. Oh, hello, Marianne. Oh, hello. Oh, Derek, I can't believe how freaking gullible you are. How gullible no. are Incredible. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy oh. good God. <laughs> so this whole thing is a hoax. I'm going to realize this. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, let's see. A girl in a New Jersey with a New Jersey area code <laughs> calls, calls in to your nonsensical sports show hosted on Chris Wassell's channel. Hmm. I wonder if this is a coincidence. <laughs> I wouldn't have known. I mean, I, 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 I mean, there was there was a hush that it could be, but I didn't know. 
I have, I have to, I have, I have to play straight. That's just the way. You, 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 you know the, you, you know the funniest part is. The <laughs> way, like three seconds. <laughs> Actually, when John said it, I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, Derek. Derek wants to believe though, so you are never really in trouble. That's John, true. John, were you hit on this stuff? That's what I want to know. No. <laughs> yes, I was. No, he wasn't. He totally was. He was completely. Behind. He was all in. <laughs> yeah, I was the mastermind. <laughs> you know, do you do you know about this uh, this T Benedict thing that I've been talking about, Rachel? T Benedict. What? You don't know about T Benedict, do you? No, um, it's T Benedict. APG, what is T Benedict? I actually don't know myself, so why don't you explain it to us all? Basically, it's like it's being the opposite. It's going against your team when they don't do what you want. So, so like if the Yankees don't acquire like a pitcher, get it get an arm, then you then you have to be better there. You have to go against them. But but the guys you're accusing of doing this aren't actually going against the Yankees. That's you. That's they going are against. going against the Yankees. Rob Davis is now anti-Yankee. He's he's pro. No, he's not. No, he really is. Those are the devils are slow and old. <laughs> <laughs> they are well, slow every, and old. So. Everyone knows that. But, exactly. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> at, least, at least they're at least they're actually trying to uh, get younger and maybe make some. They are. They are. Not, which is good. This is that game they really. Much. I was actually really in Carolina in March. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, no. What did you do in Carolina? Um, had barbecue. They're they're definitely their tailgating is like extreme. Like they really like go out there and party. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> have you really been to a hurricane game? Hmm? Have you ever have you really been to the RBC or whatever it is, center? Whatever. Yeah, I really was there. Yeah, you, went, you really went there. I really, really did. <laughs> I was even what on is- TV. What is the atmosphere, or what? What is the, what is the game like at that arena? They like it was even emptier than Prudential Center, and the Devils are doing that. It was awful. Yeah, you have to keep in mind these two teams. You know, yeah, they're both like, they're both bad teams. Yeah, it's both bad teams, but like they have like a lot of visiting fans who come in because like a lot of. You know, retirees are down that area. So, like the night before, they had like a Bruins game, and like there are so many more Bruins fans there and so forth. Yeah. Just from people who like it's pretty cheap to fly down there, and you know. Do they still do the? Uh, do they still do the? Uh, what the hell is it? The uh, barbecue or tailgate thing or whatever outside before games? Yes, they do. That was that. It was. It was the middle of March, and they were out there barbecuing and tailgating and everything. Was it cold? Or was, was it, like, like um, so No, it wasn't I think it was in, like, the low 60s. That's not bad at all. No. I, I'll, take the, I'll take low 60s any time. Yeah. I will. Yeah. APG, I'm pretty disappointed in Rob Davis. For what reason? Because Rob Davis is playing us with this pool, with this whole pool thing. Okay. 
How is he playing? Playing you, sir? He said he wasn't going to call in. He didn't call in. He was playing you. He is playing us. <laughs> Have it so hard of a lie against me. This is all you're doing. This is my fault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the story is about that. Oh, yeah. It's probably just a little. Yeah, it was a Yeah. I, I accept full responsibility for Rob and Brian not being nice to you or something. Look, you're the organizer. You're the orchestrator. You're the one to play for this. I I, I take full responsibility for my complete and utter inaction. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry that you bothered Rob to the point that he doesn't want to talk to you anymore? I don't know. Marcel, uh, yep. did you watch any of the football today? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. That that means that you actually have a pulse. That's good. Why would why would I want to watch an alleged rapist versus the bait and switch kid beater? I mean, uh, I don't know. Did, did you? Did anybody watch like the Hall of Fame thing? The Hall of Fame stuff. I watched no. that, but. but I, I did. I did smile, knowing that two years day I'll never won a Super Bowl thanks to Eli. Oh, always so sweet, Mister Fossil. Uh. Hey, hey, did you hear? Did you see the uh, Jerome Bettis quote? Though? I did not. I heard it was really good. Yeah, uh, sure. one of them was he felt he felt he never would have been admitted to the Hall of Fame if Pittsburgh had if basically he had not gotten a ring. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. This didn't say the other part. I'm sure he was thinking it. It makes you think a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It makes makes me think. Alcee said twice (laughs) that that you felt sorry for me that I'm a Rage fan. It's like, yeah. Because I already concluded that the Rangers are never winning a cup with Luckless. So. No. Yeah, that's you, pretty much true. Why? Yeah, well, why? Because he cares more the, about uh, his hair than about winning. Have you watched any of the Stanley Cup uh, touching games that they saw on NHL Network? Those are pretty good. Oh, the Devils ones especially, yeah. We don't, we don't watch the 2000 ones. <laughs> we skip over that. Be honest. That hour didn't. Uh, what? Like they had, well, they had, they had, they have, they have, they have a Gretzky thing on tonight. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um. No, I, I was watching the uh, '85, the '85 one where the Flyers were getting sent to schools out, including Dave Brown, uh, were, like fighting, starting fights for four minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, they got they they got too close. I mean, you know, you don't want to. Um, I mean, could be, be worse. There's I mean, a reason why the Flyers. There's a reason why the Flyers can't win. Well, the same reason why the Eagles can't. Look at what happened. Look at what happened today. Unbelievable. What happened? I don't even know what happened today. Allegedly, of course, the story keeps changing, but. There was a. They were going to fly an eagle banner over cow, uh, over the Cowboys training facility, 
the pilot of the plane actually crashed. I guess before he was going to take off again uh, and die. Oh boy! Yeah. Now, some say it was a Bud Light banner. Some say it was. You're going to get a lot of different stories over the next few days. But Do we um, still have like uh, two minutes left in the live portion. Um, Patrick Kane. I think we got to talk about Patrick Kane. Uh, I told you he was overrated. You didn't listen to me. Thank you. I've said that all along. <laughs> yeah. Overrated. Guilty? Not guilty? Yes. He's overrated. He's not your anything? friend. He's not your friend. Well, well, who thought that? He, who thought they were his you friends together? <laughs> you know, I just don't get it. I don't get what these athletes are thinking about. Hmm. I mean, Let's see. What are these athletes thinking about? They got it. Look, unfortunately, it's it's the lowest common denominator, Dart. Yeah. What are they after, Dart? Huh? They're simply after the tits and the answer. DNA. Yeah. And look, let's be honest. Patrick Kane, this, this has been a long time coming, unfortunately, for him. Um, it, it really has. I mean, there's been numerous incidents up in Buffalo where, you know, he was pulled out of bars, et cetera, and everything else. Um, there's a list of bars that he's banned from. I mean... Wow. You know, the, even the guy that ran the bar that he was at, he might or might not have served the underage girls. I mean, you know... They, <laughs> And what makes might make this all worse is that his lawyer was at this bar. Getting drunk with him. Getting drunk with him, presumably. So no, his lawyer what? was at this bar? Yes. That's remember, remember, the incident took place at his house. So at some point, this, this girl or young woman followed him willingly to the house. And then after that, whatever happened happened. We don't know about that part yet. Um, you got to remember this wow. is South Buffalo. Forensics are going to take their sweet time with this because it's an important case. Uh, they're not going to they're not going to over overdo it or rush it like they do in California. That never ends well. Um, but it, look, no matter what happens in this guys, he's still screwed, one way or the other. Yeah, that's true. Say he pays pays her off, which could feasibly happen. Um, The league's going to look into past incidents with him and go, hmm, well, wait a minute. How much does Chicago know about this? Because, look, the Blackhawks had to know about some of these past transgressions that he's had. I mean, he allegedly choked somebody three years ago in Wisconsin. Yeah, Derek. Come on. How can you defend this? Oh, it's not defendable. 
but he's your favorite player. I mean, come on, they beat a cabbie over 20 cents. I mean... I, I, sent, I sent a tweet saying, I like Patrick Kane, the player, a lot better than Patrick Kane, the person. That's my the person, the person is definitely not... You know, he puts on a nice face, but... Be honest. I mean, I you know I met him a few, I met him a few years ago, um, you know, out out in L.A. and you know interviewing him after a game and look, it was nice one minute, the next minute he was gone and had a bottle of something and that that was that. So he's homegrown, so all is forgiven. At least up in Buffalo. No, apparently Buffalo does not get to claim him. Chicago gets to claim him as homegrown. Right, Derek? No comment. (laughs) I know you're trying to do a sock of the work, man. How come come he's not... If he was born in Buffalo, why wouldn't he count as Buffalo homegrown? Hmm. This is what I struggle with. Because he got drafted by the uh, Blackhawks, you moron. (laughs) So what? (laughs) Oh, man. He was born in Buffalo, so he's Buffalo homegrown. You know, you're a fuck sometimes. (laughs) We're the Buffalo (laughs) Rome. Yeah, Buffalo grown. (laughs) Come on, his house... His house was buried in seven feet of snow last year like everyone else is there. Yeah. Like, why should he... He's not from Chicago. He doesn't care about Chicago. He cares about winning Stanley Cups, Dart. Yeah. If he thought he could win Stanley Cups by raping women, he'd do... Oh, he did that. So maybe that's what he thinks. I don't know. We don't know if he did it. So, you know, I mean, can't just say that he did it. If I, if I raped I by Patrick Kane. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick. You're really uh, I'm, 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 all I'm telling you is that that might be the title of a book coming out. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the title of a book. I'm saying uh, it might be. I'm not saying it, it is might, or isn't. I'm not saying it is or isn't. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I got an idea. I got an idea for you. I think this could be your Baltic JPG to find. Um, maybe you could crash the case. You could play detective here and investigate Patrick Kane. Detective JPG? Yes, Detective JPG. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Detective JPG. JPG Detective JPG. JPG Files. Files. I like watching Forensic Files, so maybe I should translate that, that enjoyment into being a real detective. I think you should be a real detective. You know what? what do you think about that? I'm on the case. I'm on the case. Let's go. Dun, 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 dun. Can Detective Holiday back me up on this or no? Detective Holiday will. I want Detective Holiday to back me up. You got Detective Holiday with you. You need him at your disposal. I need him. Oh, I need I need him. I need him on my side. He craves. He craves. I crave him. I crave him. Uh, well, you got him. You got him at your disposal. Beautiful. 
Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I try. You know, we, we try here at Team Flux to be unfair, actually to be fair and unbiased. To be unfair and biased, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like you, you're unfair a lot of times and biased. I'm unfair and biased, I admit it. You admit it. I'm up, yeah. to, no, I'm up to no good. You're up to no good in the hood, man, with your team benediction. Team benediction. 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 Are you a dem- like, what's a benediction? It's me. <laughs> How do you feel knowing that you're that, that you're originator of Team Benedict? I feel amazing. Yeah. And why yeah. is that? Because I'm an originator. You are an originator. I'm the originator, originator of offense. Hmm. I'm a real flex, a real flex of genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's never been more like really good pitchers, young pitchers, than like right now. How do you know that? There, because there really hasn't been. Like, there's so many. Maybe good there young has pitchers. been. Uh, just taking the opposite point of view here. Yeah. Sorry. Of course, of habit. Force of nature. Force of nature. Grit and moxie. Uh, grit and moxie, intangibles. Intangibrit. Intangibrit. Wassell's ready for hockey. I know that. Wassell craves hockey. He craves it in about six weeks. Is there any way we could get like video of like uh, Wafton Matthews? Switzerland. Oh, oh, there's going to be video. I'm sure there's going to be lots of video on him. Yeah, because yeah, this is this is one of those Derek. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> he's better. I'll say this to you. He's better than McDavid. He's better than who? He's better than Connor McDavid, which will piss off a lot of people. Who's better than Connor McDavid? Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. <laughs> Who's Austin Matthews? Austin Matthews is an Arizona kid from the desert. He's a top. He's the, he's going to be the number one overall pick next year in the 2016 draft. Really? Yeah. And he, fig- he figures for his you know before he turns 18, he's going to go on a European vacation, play, play over yeah. in Europe. Right? He's going to Switzerland right now. Why not? Why wouldn't he go to Switzerland? Exactly. He's going to Switzerland to play professional hockey. You can drink alcohol. Maybe that's what he. Maybe that's what he wants to do. Exactly. So have a nice little kegger over there. Yeah. Tyler's Yeah, he's 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 going for the second truck. <laughs> no, I think I think that's cool. I do. Yeah. Freaking leave in America. Just got, it's not doing what most like prospects do. You know, go to Are you ready to leave America? Or go to junior. Yeah, when uh, when Donald Trump gets elected, I might be ready to leave. 
Donald Trump will be a great president. Yes, he will. He'll be better than Hillary. That's true. And Bears will be out of the country. <laughs> I, I think a cat would be better than Hillary. Oh, and I don't like cats. Oh, a cat. Yeah. Cat Matsui. Cat <laughs> <laughs> Matsui. Oh, God. Get that. Blast from the past. Yeah. You know who should be president of the United States? Brian Sanborn. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Brian Sanborn. There, there would be a man that can get things done. A serious man what? for serious. I wonder what lives. his. I wonder what his stance on immigration at the local Home Depot is. He craves it. That's the answer. Sad part is when I when I when I when I went and. Um, Visited Brian. We we had to go. We had to go past Torrance, obviously. And literally, we go we go right around this Home Depot. And it's maybe eight o'clock in the morning. And from par- one side of the parking lot, almost about a good fifty feet down, day laborers everywhere, and I mean everywhere. I don't have to tell you if they were legal or here or not supposed to be here or not, but you could figure it out. It's kind of obvious. You heard, you heard rumors about whether they were here legally or not. Right. It was kind of yeah. pretty plain to see. So when we met Brian, of course, I was like, man, there's a lot of people down in your Home Depot just hanging out. Like, yeah, they're just day tripping. <laughs> Succulent day laborers. Succulent? Have we gone Sanborn? Oh, boy. Succulent. We have gone Sanborn. Yes. Sanborn. He was floating on line at the beginning of the show, and I thought he was. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't know. (laughs) I'm blocked. What What wouldn't you know? That You're lost. Why are you lost? Why? Ask Sanborn. I don't know. <laughs> he and Sanborn are having a little feud. Uh, yeah. So you know what I did? I got my revenge because he started. Because whenever he blocks, like if he'll block me like on social media, he'll start sending all these texts. So I decided to block him from texting me. Oh God. Did you make fun of his Buffalo Bills? Uh, oh, that's that's every day, all the time. See, I, I didn't even do that. This has to do with my stance on the Yankees, on uh, the Yankee philosophy. This, this, yeah, this has sorry. To, this has to. This all has to do with Giordano converting them into turtles. Conver- converting them into what? In benedictions. <laughs> oh, I converted them into something that you made up. Hmm. <laughs> you know, they are. They're ex Benedict, like you. <laughs> okay. Do you like ex Benedict? Nah, not particularly. 
No one likes Scrabble. Nah, Benedict's not all that great. What's better? Uh, Scrabble eggs, fried eggs, or uh, omelets? Scrambled, usually, because it's the easiest to make. Unless you you want a power omelet. Uh, Power? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man, hear, oh, man, man. Speaking of Dan Wheeler, uh, maybe I should first of all, it's about it. Um, Dan Wheeler, Dan Wheeler no longer is friends with me on Facebook either. He he doesn't like me anymore for some reason. Yeah, Wheeler disappeared. Yeah, Wheeler war. and Wheeler and uh, and Derek don't get along. He he tossed me right. He tossed me out of his like fantasy football league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hates he hates your ooze. Wait a minute, Derek. I don't even know I, what I did. I do have something. How does this work? Uh, in this 
stuck in this like uh, link of this thing I'm reading. Well, let's just put it that way. Article. <laughs> yes, article. Thank you very much. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm having I'm having issues right now. I'm having yeah. severe issues right now with the English language. Aren't you a writer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mary Ann, Mary Ann from Carolina. <laughs> well, you're you're the one that chose to believe it, so I did. I played along. It's worse. That I had a I had a literally walk away. I couldn't stop laughing. It was too hard. Yeah. And a Devers Brockles fan. Yeah. Well, that that part is true. That uh, part is true, actually. <laughs> see, I, I figured there had to be some truth in it. <laughs> I know that, that was just to give you like an idea that someone was screwing with you. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 tried to drop him. I mean, yeah. Well, who would want to be a Carolina Panthers fan? <laughs> or even a Hurricanes fan, or even <laughs> Dan Wheeler. <laughs> man, man, oh, <laughs> Dan Wheeler from Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. No. Is he? North Carolina? No. He's just a fan of the Panthers for some reason. The fans. Man. Man, they do things the right way, man. Paul Millsap. <laughs> yeah. Joe's great. Joe's great. But, like, Rob Davis told him that the Panthers were not going to beat the the uh, Seahawks, and he got, all, he got all upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dan does. Get upset about random shit. But they should have. They should have beat them last year. <laughs> they got them. Oh man, this is so uh, funny. Yeah. And they uh, fell yeah. apart in that game. Yeah, yeah. Cam Newton wasn't healthy, you know. But, man, uh, if Cam was a... healthy, we would win that game, man. Yeah, he's got I a few screws in the yeah. I kind of miss Wheeler. I wonder if Wheeler. I'm sure if you apologize to him for whatever you yeah, did, it really wouldn't he'd... take much. You yeah, know what? He'd, he'd take I'll you just, back. I'll just have to. I'll send him another text, another weird text, just to see if I can get him riled <laughs> up again. Oh, so, um, <laughs> so your way of making up with Dan is to piss him off even more. Yes, it definitely is. It's the Derek way of life. Yeah. <laughs> I really want Dan to forgive me. Maybe I'll send him some more annoying texts. You know what? That's what you get for drinking water on Staten Island. Wow. You have irritated the tool gods. You must now be smeared with the holy grease of disdain. No, I had it. Oh, poor Derek. The damage has been done. <laughs> <laughs> He's crafting his text to Wheeler right now. <laughs> I just did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ninja has been ninja. <laughs> You're such a bastard. <laughs> <laughs>
It feels amazing. <laughs> I actually went to a couple of Mets games at the beginning of July when they got swept by the Cubs. Well, more than I've been to. Um, yeah. well, yeah, I figured it this way. When will Pond, when the Wilpons grow? Yeah. Are you really? Well, that's it. You're, you're throwing in the towel on the vest. Right now. Oh, it's it's, it's not even look. They've overachieved. Let's be honest. They're in a really bad division. I mean, kind of like somebody the had the Nationals. The Washington Nationals suck. Like they're gonna choke. <laughs> they're not well, gonna choke. Know, they're not good. Why, why is it so hard for you? I mean, not even Matt Williams can screw this up. Like the and Mets are gonna win this probably. division. They're gonna win this division. You know what? When when your setup man falls off a curve and breaks his foot again, <laughs> that was hilarious. You know, I heard I heard uh, Michael K and Don LaGreca talking about that the other day, and of course they made reference to Brian Leach that famous incident where he tripped over the ice when we all know he was freaking trashed or whatever. And that's why he wound up like out. <laughs> oh man! Couldn't hold his liquor. He pulled the cane. Uh, oh, Derek's not going to uh, be happy about that. Yeah, nothing Chris could say can dissatisfy me now. Yeah, you've oh. seen your you've seen your three Stanley Cups, so you're you're good. Look, I mean. They had their chance. That's it. They're done. Yeah, you're you're Blackhawks. They they earned it, you know. Will you shut the hell up already? <laughs> so annoying. You know, I, I would like to like go by you right there now. Is there for this? Uh, for what? For the yeah, for the Giants, maybe. I don't know. For the Giants, about it. Yeah, you know, there should be almost. Or it almost should be like sympathy, congrats, just because Brad Richards won a Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. I'll offer some sympathy, congrats. You know, Chris, you really need to meet my father because you would get along with him because he's got the most gallows, most negative look at the Rangers view of Rangers management. You you would love him. Well, he's right. He also doesn't believe in, what do you call it, the queen, so... Actually, yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the Queen, but... Yeah, you know, the sad part in this now, and this is the worst thing. Your general manager now is the butt of fisherman jokes forever. You know this, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, come on, Gordon, Gordon Fisherman. Yeah, I mean, you should have a sense of humor this and dress up one day at work in a big fisherman's poncho. Might as well go with it. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I, in all seriousness, guys, I'm surprised Islander fans haven't done something with this yet. I'm kind of disappointed, actually. I, I really hey, thought that they would pick up on this, at least a little bit faster. Not the season, but... I look at it this way, Derek. It's not all bad. You know, you're 
your team got close a couple times. Yeah. Your goal your goalie's the third or fourth best goalie in the division now. Thirty three. <laughs> I know what you're there's doing no, right now. There's no there's no French Canadian prime, you know. Doesn't make a magical run at the age of forty like some goalies do. Well, you know. He's gonna go back. You really want to know why? Why I decided that it's over, and why? Like when I was watching like an Oilers game tonight, it reaffirmed why I think it's over. Because I'll buy like, it on this. Because yeah, Derek. most of the successful goalies that win cups, they challenge shooters, and they actually can play the puck like a third defenseman and not get there to slow up defenseman in trouble, which is why the Rangers spend so much time at their end. Okay. What, 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 what's the other reason? The other reason for why yep. they're done? Yeah, there's another one. Our defense? That's true, too, but in the modern oh, era... Oh, oh. I'm not one of these. I'm not one of these. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these idiots, these brainwashed idiots that have to cite charts for everything. Um, I know the other reason. It's the reason that my dad will always go back to. They're coached by Elaine Vigna, who just never adjusts, never makes any adjustments, and and they still have the they still have the same roster. They have no toughness and. They wasted one point one million dollars on a on a soft European yeah, that yeah. basically can play yeah. half the games. But yeah. out, of, out of out of the decreased goalies that have come into the league in the last twenty to twenty five years in particular. Yeah. Name one that's won a Stanley Cup. Out of the last what was your question? Basically in the modern era there's no deep decreased goalie that has won a Stanley Cup. The two most prominent ones are probably Lundqvist and Luongo. Yeah, well, Hasek was more of a challenger. Yeah, Hasek, well, look, let's be honest. Hasek, in the later stages of his career, was wasted half the the time while he was playing. And probably the reason why he played better. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I could totally see that. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Basically, if Hasek Hasek was 27, 28 years old and just coming into the NHL now, He'd be in the substance abuse program more times than we could count. <laughs> oh man! But it's true. I mean, it's a different. It was a different era. Twenty, you know, twenty, twenty-five years ago. Not like it is now. Here's a question for you. This is a question that's hard for you to answer. It's just a question I ask. What if Dominic Akashic had come over at like the age of twenty-three? I mean, how? Would he have like the wins? Would he have as many wins? Would he have shutouts? Where would he be? Or could we even do that? You know what? That's probably the toughest one to answer. I mean, the only way you can, I I remember him saying in an interview that at 23 or 24, he wasn't even close to ready for the NHL. Okay. He didn't think he didn't think he was ready. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he was or not. I mean, back then, scouting was just yeah. 
what if the Hawks had kept him <laughs> and got rid of Belfort? I know, I know. It's, it's, it's such a... That's what I need. Yeah, I know. How how yeah, long would it have taken Hasek to come into you know his own? I mean, look, no, no, a lot no. of it had to do with Clint Malarchuk, how Hasek really developed. True. I don't. I don't know. Hasek would have been Hasek would have been a, such a better team though. If he was what true, but thought. I mean, if if Eddie Belfour is your mentor, yeah. If true. I if I had a billion dollars, I mean. Yeah, well, he's out there. He's definitely out there. Yeah, he's definitely still out there. a little out there, but mellowed some. Yeah, very out there. All right, guys, I'm getting out of here. Some of us have to go on vacation in the morning. <laughs> oh, are you? Where are you going? Yeah. We're headed up to the lovely state of Vermont. Okay. Well, have fun. Have a nice trip. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. All right. <laughs> um, All right, kids, have fun. Thanks for making this all fun. Remember to push okay. Brian's buttons along the way, Derek, and, and do apologize to him. Come on. You know what? We'll 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 do what we'll have what needs to be done when the con time comes. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's gonna do it for this uh, show. All right. Thank you to uh, John and uh, thank you to Barry Ann. And thanks uh, also to uh, Chris, of course. And uh, appreciate uh, the time as well. So uh, if you uh, did get to the archives, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, definitely do it again. 